Hey everyone, welcome to Hustle Faithfully Podcast, where determination meets devotion. Follow us across all streaming platforms. You can find that link right now at bit.ly forward slash podcast hyphen links. Today, we're talking about something that may sound really exciting to you, community shower. What exactly does that mean, Ricardo, community shower? Well, not what some thinks it means. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> but what we're talking about is having people around you that help cleanse you in areas where you may be hurt, broken, or you may feel dirty in the nastiest parts of your life where you got mm -hmm. there are things that go on that affect you. You need a cleansing, so to speak. People that care enough about you to wash you with truth. Right to help you get uh, free from the things that lie you believe about, you, about yourself, about your situation, or about the people around you. What we want to do is start this discussion with uh, two scriptures. I'm going to read both, and then we'll kind of uh, have our discussion um, out of that text. One is James 1.19. It says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Um, what I wrote here after this that I want to share with y'all that isn't a part of the verse, but it kind of wraps it up a bit. By being patient and attentive listeners, we can better understand the needs and concerns of others and communicate with them more effectively. That's the nature of this community that we're talking about. This last uh, scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy, encourage those who are timid, Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. These are the two that we want to, to share because one is us helping them. The other is us being helped. Now, mind you, we can take a posture of, of either in either verse. Well, we're the one that's being helped and needing people to be patient with us. Mm -hmm. And then we're the one that's helping and needing to be patient with them. So let's talk about how it looks in community, the communities that we're in. You know, I have communities that I'm a part of that you're not. You have communities you're a part of that I'm not. And then we have a shared community of, of thought-provoking change that we're both a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And there is something that happened in the TPC, the thought-provoking change community, mm -hmm. very recently. We have somebody in there that just broke up they were they were in a relationship boyfriend and girlfriend and they just broke up right and he's not really announcing that to very many people right and on a very recent call he was on there and something was said and then one of the other members spoke up and, and she was making a joke and she had no idea they had just broke up but she said yeah he's spending so much time taking care of his girlfriend and it was like there was a hush on the few people there that actually knew that they had just broke up because they had been broke up days. Right. <laughs> and she actually reached out to me first before he did mm -hmm. and said, well, we're officially over. Right. And I sent him a message recently and I said, you know, don't go too far. Right. I understand you, you want to kind of be a hermit crab. And you don't want to be around people. And it's very easy to do that. Yeah. What's the reason? And that will be different for different people. Maybe you just went through a breakup and you feel shame. Mm -hmm. Couldn't keep my relationship together. Maybe you went through a breakup and there's embarrassment 
or there, there's guilt or there's whatever the case may be, depending on the situation, will have a huge adverse effect on the feelings that you're feeling through the breakup. Yet finding that community that will shower you with love, that community that will shower you with guilt-free help, when you find that, it's almost untouchable. Yeah. Most people have been through a breakup in their life. Yeah. Or multiple. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a boyfriend and girlfriend breakup. And I say just not minimizing it. Right. When you go through a breakup of somebody that you cared about, it is the biggest thing in the world at that moment. Some of us have been through breakups of a marriage. Mm-hmm. And they all hold different weights in the long run. When you have children with the person that you break up with, it's completely different than breaking up with somebody you have no children with. Mm-hmm. Yet when you can find those people that care about you right, and can love you through it, no matter what, mm-hmm. there is that place that you need to come take your community shower. I have another very, very close friendship mm-hmm. with somebody that they they have challenges in their marriage. Right. And here's the thing. I'm friends with both of them. Mm-hmm. And I actually talk to both of them at times about the current situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be real with you. At times, it's very challenging not to take sides. Yeah. But here's what you also have to realize is there's his truth, there's her truth, and then there's the truth. Everything is about your perception. And you could perceive it as though you're coming across in the most genuine way that there is. The most loving way that there is. And the other person, even though it's the same situation, they see you as being hateful. They see you as being bitter. They see you as being remorseful and wanting to get revenge. Who's right? There's probably a portion of both of you that are right. And again, this topic of community shower like ricardo said it's not really probably what you think just by the title alone it's about finding those that will love you and care for you through everything you're going through well everything you just said john the thing we're talking about with this community shower and being able to, to listen to someone uh, when you're in a place where you're dealing with this difficulty, you don't really want to hear a lot from people at times, right? right. Sometimes you want to kind of uh, turn the, uh, turn your, your your ear to people in a way where you, you close your ear or you close your eyes. I don't want to see, I don't want to hear, I don't want to think. I just want to exist. That's right. The living doesn't happen anymore. I'm just existing. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. And, and so in that moment, that's the time, like it says in, in James 1, where you have to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because there's people around you that are wanting you to be healthy. They're wanting you to be good. The last part of 1 Thessalonians says, um, encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. So for the person that doesn't want to, to hear, they must listen. They must be slow to speak and not get angry. And then for us, someone who may be pouring in them as a community, we must be able to take tender care of those that are weak and be patient with them at the same time. 
So we're commanded to do this. And so the, the thing about these relationships that we have in these communities, think about these late model cars that we have. A late model car, a lot of them will have driver assist or, or, or lane assist, whatever it's, it's, it's called. And what a community does, community is kind of like that lane assist mm -hmm. or that driver assist. It helps you hold the line, you know, because in a car, when that lane assist is active or that driver assist, when you get to where you begin to cross a line that can lead you into danger, it can lead you into oncoming traffic and head on with a car or it can lead you off the road and drive into something that could also injure you or, or kill you ultimately. So it'll warn you when you get when you when you're real close to that line and when you cross it, it'll go off in a community and you have people around you when you're not holding the line and you begin to cross this line where you you're in danger or could be in danger they catch you before you cross it and get into a place where you lose yourself there you go that's why it's so important to have people around you that first know what the goal is or what the purpose is the car knows that you're supposed to stay in between these lines not on either side of it so when when you get in the area where you're closer to this side or closer to that side or begin to cross it the car warns you god gave us a nav system in that way well, we're able to see where we're going clearly, but only when we're connected to him. That allows me to now in this place where I can see clearly, I can be patient with you, as this word says. I can think of you in a way where I'm able to encourage you in a place where maybe you don't want encouragement. You don't want to listen. You want to you want to explain. You want to point your fingers. You know, you want to get angry. But even if you get angry, I have to be patient with you in this moment because God is, has given me right now in this moment insight from his word. To look at you and say, you know what? I hear you. I see you. Also feel the pain you're feeling. But I'm going to help you hold this line right here. Because there's a place between you and her where you must land. Because too far in either direction, you're going to wreck your life. Mm -hmm. You know, so these communities are so important because they help you see clearly where you're supposed to be. And if you stay where you're supposed to be, you can get to where you're supposed to get to. That's right. Having those people, I love how you put it as a navigation system mm -hmm. and it beats when you get off center of your lane. I love that. That is a perfect analogy of exactly what this is, right. is when you get in situations where, like in this, for instance, right. you're going through a breakup, mm -hmm. whether no matter what the circumstances were for the breakup. You're a little bit clouded. Mm -hmm. You're a little bit, oh man, what do I do now? And we've all heard of the rebound relationships oh, where you just get involved with anybody yeah. just to heal the hurt that's there. Yet, when you take time to heal from it mm -hmm. and you take time to recover, that's when you can really move on. Mm -hmm. Especially when you get into a marriage. God brings marriage together. It's not supposed to end. Now, it does at times. It does end. Yet, there are parts of you that remain with her and her that remain with you forever, no matter how good or bad that relationship was. And so you get clouded. I remember when I was going through my divorce, I couldn't function for the longest time. And I didn't really allow myself to lean on anybody. I didn't allow myself to ask for help from people. I was born into a family that uh, 
quite frankly, we didn't know divorce. Right. Now, I do have a sibling that divorced before I did, yet he and I have divorced. My parents have been married as of the time of this recording. <laughs> I, I make the joke that Jesus was the officiant at their wedding. They've just been together for so long, so I didn't know, I didn't know who I could talk to. Yet when you find those people that are there, that is one reason why I have such a heart for people that are going through breakups, that are going through divorce, because I've been there. I understand it. So when you have those people that are there to say, hey, come on, I believe in you. Let's go. Let's navigate this together. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of those people that will say, hey, let's hop in the shower of life and let's help wash one another. Let's help. Go through this cycle so that you can get clean and so that you can clean the crud and the filth off of you. That's what this community shower that we're talking about yeah. is referencing. It's, it is, it's important to understand the weight and the value of what we're talking about, you know, because no man or woman is an island unto themselves. Right. Like you, you, you think you can get through this life on your own, but no, nah, that you can't. You, you cannot. That's why. That's why solitary confinement is used as a form of punishment, because you're not naturally conditioned for, for living solitary or isolated from other people. We, we need connection. You know, we need to be connected to other people. We need that community. You know, we need to be able to uh, to function in a way where we we are part of a whole and not isolated from it. You know, because when we're a part of a whole, we feel more whole and more complete. And it's because there's things that we know in part. And the things we know in part, when we all come together, I have a, a fuller view and a fuller understanding of life and a fuller understanding of myself and a fuller understanding of my own purpose. When I have people around me that understand what purpose looks like, you got people around you that are, are, are people that are successful in areas of life that I want to be successful, people that have a relationship with God. People that are now not just understanding purpose, but being around them, people that I trust that I can talk to, they're able to speak into my purpose. They're able to help me grow in a way why I even have a fuller grasp of the things that I'm doing. That only happens in community. Mm -hmm. You Like, if you're in a place where you're inside of an echo chamber, where all you hear reverberating off of the walls of your life is your own thoughts, your own ideas, your own ways, then you're going you're gonna to restrict the seed that God has given you. You're going to choke it out because it, it doesn't get any air. It's enclosed in on itself and it can't get the things it needs because all it gets is what you have. What if you're deficient? But you don't know it because you don't listen to it. Mm -hmm. So you're only giving it what you have. And then you curse the seed because it's not giving you the fruit that you, in your mind you've already seen, but the fruit is, the fruit is, I mean, the seed isn't producing. So is it the seed that's the problem? Your mind sees it, but the seed is not showing it. What's the problem? You're only you're only giving it what you have because you isolated yourself and said, I got this. I can do this. I don't need anybody else. You know, I know what I'm talking about. You can't tell me anything. Look at your life. Well, the problem is when we only do what we know, we're limited by what we know. And if we're limited, limited by what we know, we limit the things in our life and their ability to grow. Mm. So we must be in a community. Absolutely. Wise men seek counsel. Whereas fools seek opinions. Yes. Now, what does that mean? Wise men seek counsel. What's the difference, Ricardo, in counsel versus opinion? 
wise counsel. Wise counsel comes from a collection of learned principles that all are based in the Bible. Right. The biblical principles, there are people right now that are successful that have no relationship with God at all because they have learned principles that in and of themselves that has taught them a level of wisdom that has allowed them to be able to have knowledge and information that no matter what, it works. This is wisdom that surpasses all racial boundaries or social economic standing or, or education levels. It, this wisdom stands on its own. Why? Because it's biblical and then it's practical. This is wise counsel. When someone offers you something that, that in and of itself has the, the, the uh, ability to produce of its own kind. Like if someone gives you a certain principle, if you exercise that principle, it works and it produces. That wise counsel will always bear fruit. Someone's opinion based on what they think, based on what they've seen or what they've experienced, maybe they've experienced something, success doing something the wrong way. So they give you their opinion about what you should be doing because you're doing it the right way, but in their mind, it won't work that way because they've learned to do it the wrong way and they succeeded in it by chance. So they're giving you their opinion. It's not wise counsel, you know. Wise counsel typically is based on something that's absolute. It's, it's not a moving target. It does not change. It's static. Truth is static. It never changes. If you stay anchored to it, you can replicate this. It du you talk about duplication. Truth is duplicate, duplicable. You know, you can duplicate it, you know, on and on and on and on and on and on. That's what wise counsel is. So if I give it to you, you give it to them, they give it to them. 50 years from now, still the same. Doesn't change. Still works. Somebody's opinion can change in the next 10 minutes and the next person's opinion will be different. So that's why it's not good to necessarily lean on someone else's opinion and seek that over the wise counsel that is stayed in truth. Mm. Wise counsel is based on facts. Absolute. Wise counsel says, you want this? Do this. Mm -hmm. And it's proven. Absolutely. Opinion is... I go and I ask the person that lives under the bridge that's homeless, how do I become a millionaire? Oh, yeah, here we go. Wise counsel is going to the person that has made a billion dollars mm -hmm. and say, how do I become a millionaire? Guess what they can tell you? Yep. I formerly had a friend who formerly had a mentor mm -hmm. that that mentor swore they were a billionaire with a B. Mm. And I'll be real with you for a period of time. That same gentleman was my mentor. I clung to what he said because God, he had become a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Yet time will expose you or time will promote you. Meaning what you say, give it time. If you watch the person and what they say, you will know if what they're saying is true or if what they're saying is made up with the blow of the wind. Well, there was a person that I became very dear friends with that had been under his mentorship for five years prior. You know, five years, I had just come in. So there was a big difference in our level with this man. That guy would come up to my house and spend quite a bit of time up here. We would talk. We would play off of each other a lot. Great relationship for a short period of time. 
And he asked me at one point when I started seeing through the cracks of this other gentleman. Right. And I started questioning a lot of stuff, stuff that he never thought to question. I, I, I called the gentleman. I'm just going to call him Frank. That was not his name. But Frank, let me ask you something. You've been around this person for five years now. You've been learning from this person for five years. He said, yes, that's correct. I said, I'll tell you now. If he has amassed a billion dollar net worth. Yeah. And you have been close with him. I'm talking close. Go over to his house. I'm talking close cell phone, you know, close, not just a, I know of this person, you know, this person. Right. I said, it is theoretically impossible if you have been learning from him and you have been putting into practice what he's teaching, now that is a big point. You have to do your part. Yes, but you're putting into practice what he's teaching. Mm -hmm. I said, it's theoretically impossible for you to not amass at least a million dollar net worth. Now, this person was broke as a joke. Yeah. And it didn't click with him until a little bit more time of learning stuff. And he's like, you're absolutely right. We're not talking somebody that was a millionaire trying to teach you how to become a millionaire. We were talking about somebody that had a net worth a thousand times that amount. Yeah. By accident, you're going to learn enough to make you a millionaire. Yeah. You just are. Yeah. And it's that same thing of getting in the community to learn that everybody you're learning from might not be what they put themselves out to be. Long story short, that guy was not worth a billion dollars. Was he worth a million bucks? I don't know. But here's the thing is getting around the right people that are going to hold you accountable in your community shower that are going to come and washing you is not a thing of keep your head up. Things will be great. Things will be wonderful. You know, sometimes that community shower is, dude, seriously, you did that and you're wondering why your relationship failed here's the reasons why it failed. You really did that and you didn't, well, that example of, that I just used, you're learning from a billionaire. You haven't made anything with it. There's something wrong here. You know, a community shower is not just a feel good, warm shower on you or a feel good, cold shower, whatever you prefer. It's a thing of let's wash off some of the things that you've learned. Let's wash off some of the things you've done. Okay, you did this in your relationship. Let's be real. That's why it failed. Yeah. Now, there are underlying reasons as to what created you or what caused you to go that path. Mm -hmm. So that's where you really get to is the depth of what caused the problem. Because most of the time, the problem is not the problem. Right. Most of the time, the challenge is not the challenge. Mm -hmm. It goes so much deeper than the surface level stuff of what you're looking at. And that's where a community shower comes in at. It's to say, Ricardo, dude, I failed. Mm -hmm. Ricardo, I messed up. Right. I messed up in my relationship. I messed up in my business. Yeah. I messed up in our friendship. Mm -hmm. And that's when somebody that really has your well-being at heart will say, you know what, Jonathan? Yeah, you did mess up. So let's fix it. Yeah. Here's how you fix it. It's not a thing of saying, oh, well, don't worry about it. That's in the past. No, there's still repercussions. Yeah, yeah. And that's where a positive community shower comes in at is to hold you accountable and to lift you up. Yeah. You know, it's not about to say, 
man, you you did that. Yes, your relationship failed, and you deserve for it to fail, man. That's that's just you're a dog. You should not have done that, and you knew better before you ever did it. It's a thing of saying you're going to get through this, and you got to make some changes to your life. Yeah, you got to take responsibility, and you got to admit your faults, mm-hmm. and you have to address them, and you have to move beyond them. Yeah, because it's going to come out. Yeah. You know what happened? You can cover it up for so long, but it's going to come out. Yeah. And find those people that love you enough to say, Hey, I'm there for you. I support you. Yeah. You messed up. Let's go. Yeah. What you just said just now is really, really good for a number of reasons. And one of the most important things that I heard you say was that the community is not and can't be surface level. It can't be surface level. Sometimes a community that you have has to be more Brillo pad than sponge. Mm-hmm. You know, because the sponge will simply, you talk about surface level, it cleans the surface. It'll wipe it, it'll feel better. The Brillo pad will get beneath it. It'll, it'll, it'll scrape up that surface. It'll scrub off things that are that are more deep-seated, that are deep-rooted. Things that, are, that have been there a long time that are harder to get off. It needs some more abrasiveness. You can't wipe it off. You got to scrub it off. And a community that really has your best interest in mind, that really wants to see you succeed, sometimes they have to be abrasive, but with love. Love can't travel without truth, and truth can't travel without love. It it can't, because truth without love can be so abrasive that you reject it and you run from it because it hurts, because there's no love behind it. But love without truth can be enabling, because there's nothing to anchor you. So it's not condoning the behavior, but you're simultaneously embracing the person. Mm. I don't don't condone this behavior, but I want to embrace you. You know, so that means I can say this to you and be abrasive, but you can receive it because you know I love you. You know, and that's what we have to have established in our communities. That right now, there are some people that are listening right now that don't know what that, that don't have that type of community that don't necessarily know what it looks like. We're detailing the things to look for. And sometimes it's the thing that you, you look for, you need to look for the thing that you that you didn't know you need to look for. I need to look for a place that sometimes I go into and I cringe while I'm sitting there. Not cringe because there's something that isn't right, that isn't good that I hear. I cringe because when I hear, I know that's me. Mm-hmm. I know that's me. I like, oh man, that's what mm-hmm. I did. Or that's right. what I did. Right. Oh man, that hurt. Typically, your body's conditioned to move away from things that hurt you. Like it's it's self-preservation. Your body's hardwired to move away from yep. things that make you feel a certain. Absolutely. Way. So when I hear something like that, your first inclination is to get a little closer to the door, you know, because you want to feel better. But in a situation like this, look for those places where you can't go in like you are and leave the same way. That's what that's the community you need to be in. If I walk in there and when I walk in, they hold the things that I that I have with me. They take those things to tax. They hold me to account. And someone who's willing to say, what you got in that bag? They see you walk in heavy. You can say, I'm not carrying anything. And they look behind you. What's that divot behind you? Mm-hmm. You're dragging all this stuff in here with you. We see it. We can see it on your face. That's right. We can see it in your continents. So 
once again, I'm asking, what's in that bag? And we're going to unpack it. We're going to pull out all the crap that you got in there. We're going to sort through it. What you need, take back with you. The rest has to stay and you leave different. If you got a place like, like that right now where you enter into and you feel like that, like, why are you talking about my bag? Why are you pointing out this stuff? Maybe that's the place you need to be, not the place where you need to say they're not loving. You know, that's not the place I want to be. I don't feel good when I go there. That may be the place you need to be. Wow. That was a mic drop moment if I've ever heard it, Ricardo. That's absolutely wonderful. And you're right. It's don't lead the same way you come in. That is the premise to the community we've been talking about, thought-provoking change, which you can – Find out more at thoughtprovokingchange.com. That is also the premise to the Hustle Faithfully podcast. Like you've said before, you listen to one and you'll get a little bit. Yet when you start piecing these episodes together, Mm -hmm. you really start seeing the big picture. When you really listen week after week after week and you pick up a little nugget here and a little nugget there and you incorporate them into your life, that's when you really see the change. That's when you really understand how to put everything together. We're not bringing you an entire puzzle all at one time. We're bringing you a couple of pieces. Come back next week, get a few more pieces. Go back and listen to the episodes that you have missed, get more pieces. And when you put all those pieces together, that's when you realize this puzzle of life, that's what it is. It is a puzzle and you piece it together. The pieces are not impossible to find. The pieces are not hidden. Well, I take that back. They are hidden. They're hidden in plain sight. And when you're not looking for them and you don't know to look for them, you're going to pass right over them. So join us each week here on Hustle Faithfully Podcast to find out that we're giving you the pieces of the puzzle right. of life, yeah. the pieces of the puzzle of business. They're not always going to be a feel good. Right. Sometimes you got to get in the community shower with those that you love, those that you like. Yeah. And being real, sometimes it's people that you might not even know. Right. Yet, when they're able to wash the crud off of you, when they're able to help you wash the past off because everything's washable. You know, 2000 years ago, somebody bled and died on the cross yeah. to wash your problems, to wash your sins away. Yeah. There's no difference today. No. The thing is we have access to that and he doesn't have to go to Galgotha each and every time. Thank God. <laughs> Cause he never come down from there. Right. Right. So, the thing is to get involved with those that are going to hold you accountable, that are going to love you through it. Sometimes it's tough love. Yes. You have children. I have children. Sometimes there's tough love. Sometimes there's that whole thing of, man, my parents don't love me. What did I do? Why are they upset with me? Why do they no longer love me? Until later in life, you get to the point of where you have children and you realize that, yeah, it hurt you for them to show you that tough love. Right. But now you understand that it hurt them mm-hmm. to show you that tough love too. Yeah. That's true in a community. That's true in Hustle Faithfully podcast. That's true in family. We love you. We're here for you. We want to see you succeed to the next level and give you more puzzle pieces to life. 
Tune in with us next week to find out more pieces to the puzzle so that you can continue to piece it together. Right. Guys, we hope you all have enjoyed this show. We hope you all will continue to tune in with us. And I want to turn to you all because I want to talk to you all directly. Uh, I hope, like Jonathan just said, that you don't hang out around the shower. You don't get clean by hanging out in the area where a shower is. You, you get clean by getting in. So whatever it is, whatever community, whatever space you need to be in, get involved. Get in, get active. You know, this is one place you can come. Thought-provoking change is another. But even if it's not one of these spaces, get in a community. Like I said, we're going to invite you all here. You're welcome to come. You're welcome to talk to us. You're welcome to drop a comment in the comment box. You're welcome to come in the thought-provoking change and talk to us one-on-one. But like I said, we're here. We're here to do life with you and to give you pieces to this puzzle. Rather than you looking around for it, chasing after it, we've got pieces right here for you. So, guys, thank you all. Have a great day. We'll see you all next episode. Remain blessed and unstoppable. Yes, sir.